Washington changed its culture, changed its name, and went from picking second in the draft to finishing first in their division. The Washington football team has won the NFC. going on everyone this is adam and eddie with the five wide podcast today is monday january 4th 2021 it's gonna be weird to be writing on paper for a while uh, i'll probably still be writing 2020 but no we are in the new year happy new year brother happy new year man um so this is episode 10 we finally made it to double digits hooray <laughs> um only the team made it to double digits all right yeah it's been a while since we've done that however the washington football team is nfc east champs give it up for that um no man uh so the final score was 20 to 14 over the philadelphia eagles the game was flexed to prime time adam and i were talking before we were before we started the show and we almost feel like they should not have flexed that game. Um, yeah. The league made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I think um, they must not have assumed Philly was playing for draft position. So I believe going into the game, they had already locked up pick six, right? If, if they lose, they get the six overall pick. If somehow they won, then they would have gone to number 13. Uh, so I just feel like Doug Peterson and that organization played for draft stock. Yeah. Yeah. They tanked. Um, and it was extremely evident <laughs> when they put in <laughs> Nate Sudfeld, um, Especially with Jalen Hurts, this was what his fourth game starting. Yeah. Um. So you would figure you'd want to evaluate him over Nate Sudfeld, right? He's a third string guy, no matter pretty much where he goes. Um. If he's even in the league going forward, you know. Um, maybe even like maybe even put Wentz in and and try to see if he can get some decent tape. Well, he was inactive. Right. Right. Oh, I see what you're saying. Have him have him active if you're going to switch a quarterback. Put put Wentz in yeah if yeah like if you're looking to shop him which is what it seems like it, right it right. seems like Wentz yeah. will not be in Philly next season mm-hmm. um maybe you just try to get him on tape one last time maybe maybe he does something good and and, and that helps you sell right him. yeah no, no no I mean I I completely agree I feel like there's a million different ways they could have gone about tanking um and not have made it so obvious yeah, they took very direct path. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I almost feel like Hertz was really getting into a rhythm, and then they pulled him. And maybe that's what it was. Maybe they felt like, oh crap, like if we keep him in, <laughs> Washington's offense has kind of already started to spin their tires and and just kind of sputter. Um, so maybe we'll accidentally win, and we don't want to do that. Yeah. Uh, that I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. I'm. I'm not pro tanking, but I also understand that when organizations do it, does that make sense? Like, um, so you wouldn't want your team to do it, but you could, you can understand why a team might do it. Right. Yeah. 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 So, but, but my thing is this, right? Like they're grown men going out there and playing every game. Now, if the substitution packages and, or whoever's starting or playing and then whatever play calls, uh, excuse me, plays are called are just very vanilla, less talent, whatever. Yes, you're tanking, but those dudes are still going to go out there and give it everything they got. Right. Um, if you just lose, it, because you're just that bad. Okay, that's a, that's not a big deal. But to just throw in the towel the way that they did, just like intentionally sabotage your own chances of winning. Yeah, that, yeah, I I agree that there's a line, and at the very least, that's towing it, if not just directly they, crossing it. Right? Yeah, I think they stepped over that um, line. Yeah, but I 
I, I I'm okay with it, and not and I'm not just saying that because I'm a DC fan. Right. I I think that is actually like I think it's a smart play um, because that's not just the sixth overall draft pick, right? That's the sixth pick, then the second round and the third round and all that too, right? As mm-hmm. opposed to the thirteenth pick in right. those rounds. And um, yeah, I, you know, there's the way I look at the draft is there's a certain amount of really talented players, right? Mm-hmm. Um, of like top tier players and assuming that everyone is smart and those top tier players go at the top, um, you only have a certain amount, like, right. You, there are only a certain number of picks that can actually get those, those players. Right. You see right. what I'm saying? Like if yeah. you have the last pick in the first round, you're not, you literally cannot get one of the top fit. You're, you, you can only get like two of the top or one of the top 50 players. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. So I think, I think it's smart. Um, I mean, I don't think the, the Eagles are the best at drafting, unfortunately. So I don't know how I don't know how well they'll use that pick. But right. um, yeah, I, I I understand why they did it, and um, obviously I'm happy they did it for for our own sake. Yeah, um, and it's not to say if they didn't pull off that tank job that we would have lost the game. You know what I mean? I think it would have been a lot closer, more competitive. I think it would have felt just like any other Washington game where you're kind of stressing it out until the very yeah, end type you're on thing. The edge of your seat. Yeah. yeah. And I mean there was a little of that only because there was a six point lead and you're like, okay, this can swing either way. Yeah. Almost at any point. So um, you know, I would have liked to see more out of our team. Um more or less the offense, right? But um overall, I mean I thought the defense played well. Um two interceptions, two sacks. There were times where I felt like they just couldn't get off the field. Yeah, And that seems to be like a weekly occurrence where there's just this stretch of time, whether it's in the second quarter or the first or excuse me, the third quarter where it's like they just cannot get off the field. So I would like to see them clean that up. But other than that, I mean, I'm not going to even attempt to (laughs) pick that defense apart because, I mean, I heard today on the radio that they're ranked second overall yeah. se- second overall defense which i believe they haven't had this that high of a defensive ranking since the 60s wow yeah so and then i believe sacks wise i want to say we had like four and and i should have written that stat down but it was somewhere in the 40s yeah it was like 47 or 46 or something and they haven't had that many sacks since i want to say 92 which i believe they ended the season with 50 so, I mean, like I said, they started out fast on offense. Thank God we finally scored on an opening drive. Yep. So we kind of put it that happened. to bed. Yeah, we put the streak away. Yeah, yeah it would have really sucked to go through an entire regular season. And not score any that. points on yeah. an opening drive. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Alex Smith, his stat line, 22 for 32, 162 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Um Gibson, 19 carries, 75 yards. I wish Gibson could have got going more. Um, you saw it late where yeah. he had he had some decent runs, but you would have liked to have seen that earlier you in saw the it game. Early too, right? Like I feel like, you know, maybe the those first couple drives, like he he looked all right. I actually I distinctly remember I think like we were texting each other at one point where we saw him put a nice move on. Right? Oh yeah. And we were like, oh, okay, Gibson Gibson looks all right. He looks like he's he's back yeah. in form. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, yeah, I agree. Um we were not really able to get that run game going. Um and and I think that that is actually also like a credit to the Philly defensive line, right? Even without Fletcher Cox, yeah, they're a, still they're still a good run stopping defense. Yeah, actually, I mean Philly in general, like both of their lines, both their D line and their O line are solid, right? Like those are mm-hmm. pretty good units, especially at yeah. full health. At full health, they're they're arguably some of the best units in the league. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, I I totally agree. It would have been nice to see Gibson get a little bit more. Yeah, and then I would have liked to have seen him get in the end zone as well, just to kind of add to those rookie stats. Yeah, um, but. You know, he didn't he didn't do it. Uh Terry McLaurin had a nice touchdown catch and so did Logan Thomas. Now, Logan Thomas only had thirty seven yards, but I felt like at times he seemed to be a big part of the offense. Yeah. Even though, like I said, if you look at the stat line, it's just thirty seven yards. Um same thing with Cam Sims. He didn't end with many yards, but I, I thought he had some some decent catches there. Uh but those guys are, you know, they're 
they're turned into what we had hoped they would be, which are like reliable guys, right? Like guys yeah. that actually demand some attention. Mm-hmm. And um, and man, I mean, what a world of difference Terry makes, right? Even on oh, yeah. even on the bum ankle, yeah. uh, just really, really the key to our offense, I think. Um, and yeah, and he just he makes those guys so much better just by being out on the field. Yeah, and then he's because he's a legitimate threat. The other team has to allocate resources to him, yep. um, and then if you want to go one on one with him, he could potentially be a matchup nightmare. Oh yeah, you know um, him running routes so crisp gives him the ability to separate because he's not gonna br- he's not the fastest guy in the league. You know what I mean? But he he runs routes so well. Um, he he does he, have really good burst. Right. No, no, no. He does. I mean, he's he's not slow by any by any stretch. I mean, he's he's fast. Yeah. But um, he him his his total game gives you you know gives him the label of like a weapon or a threat. Right. Uh, when he's not there, they who yeah. they they don't have to double team anybody. Um, you know, those, those types of things. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it was great to see him back. Um, I'm happy they won the division for many reasons. First and foremost, cause I'm a fan of the team. <laughs> Secondly, you got, you have guys like Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen that haven't won the division. They haven't done anything yeah. since they've been here. So uh, Montez Sweat, another one, um, Tim Settle, um, Obviously, Chase Young is his rookie year. This is all he knows is winning divisions. So uh, you would like to, you know, see some of those guys that have been there, been here for a couple years now um, that weren't here in 2015. So, you know, and then obviously for Alex Smith, um, what a a culmination of a season, right? And and a comeback. I was reading some... Yeah, I was I was reading some people were th- th- talking about renaming the Comeback Player of the Year award, the Alex Smith Award. Wow. Um because you know like there's the Ed Block Courage Award, there's the um uh the Walter Payton Man yeah, of the Year. Yep, the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, you know, so I could see like the Alex Smith Comeback Player of the Year Award or or whatever. Yeah, I mean I mean show me a bigger comeback story, right? And and yeah, there, I'll wait. There have been some really great ones, but mm-hmm. man, I mean, dude almost died, right? Like he, there's a good chance he wasn't going to be walking again, let alone leading a football team to yeah. the playoffs. And right? We're we're what we're <laughs> we're five and one with him starting this yeah. season. Yeah. Yep. Five and one with him starting. Yeah. I mean, the guy had what seventeen surgeries. They they feared he may die. They feared they may have to amputate his leg. All that was fine. Then they say he'll he'll you know, never walk without issues again. Oh, there's no chance he'll play football again. We were all shocked when he made the the roster, the final 53. And then to see him come into that Rams game until, uh, you know, up until like you fast forward to last night. And it's like, how can you not root for that guy? You know, so um, it's an incredible season. I mean, think about it. Ron Rivera with cancer. He, he came in, we were the Redskins, everything blew up and, you know, so there's the name change, um, you know, the Dwayne Haskins stuff. It just was like not yeah. the, the stuff with ownership. So, again, now the the team is is in the media and, and all that for, for, all, the for all the wrong reasons. Um, there was many reasons Ron Rivera could have just said, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I don't need this. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, he came in and he, he inspired those guys. Like, you – you hear the players and what they have to say um, just just about Ron Rivera and it's like everything is like it it's just night and day compared to what was and who was here last year and years you know prior oh absolutely I mean I think it's easy and and I'm guilty of this too it's easy to to look at this division championship and think man like you know it was a division full of losing records yeah. this last game um we were clearly playing a Philly team that, that wasn't invested in winning. Um, you know, it, it's easy to kind of get um, soured by all of that, right? But at, mm-hmm. the, at the end of the day, when you look at everything that this team really went through this season, all the different obstacles that they had to overcome, I mean, it was a hell of a season, right? Like, we, right, yeah. we coming into this, if you told us, if you told me that we were going to win 
seven games, I, I would have been like I would have <laughs> taken that, right? Like right. we won what two, three games last three, season? Yeah, three games last year. We were terrible. Our defense was one of the worst in the league. Oh, it was the worst. It was like 29th or something like that. I mean, yeah. they, you look at just the sheer amount of upheaval that has occurred in this team. The fact that that we were, you know, the fact that we were able to come out and and go to the playoffs, right? Regardless of the record, right? Um, <laughs> no, I mean, just just credit to the coaching staff, credit to the players, credit to the guys, all the guys in that locker room who who really just put in the work, right? Mm-hmm who somehow found a way to to block out all the external and internal noise right mm-hmm. and and just just found a way to to get the job done when it when they needed to um you know this is it's a victory monday but it's oh, a, yeah. it's it's a divisional championship victory monday yep. and it feels pretty good man <clears throat> yeah man we haven't had one of those since 2015 Jeez. so i will enjoy it um you and i were texting earlier today might have to get some divisional champ gear I'm not well. So when I first saw the hat, I don't know if you saw their that trucker style hat that they had. Um, it just had like the square patch on it. Oh it yeah. Like, okay. So I don't know how I felt about it at first, but the more I look at it, it's like growing on me. <laughs> um, I've become more of a hat guy, so I'll probably pick that up and then probably like a t-shirt. But yeah, man, like it's never guaranteed, right? We're, we're not the Patriots of yesteryear. We're not, you know, the Steelers or any of these other organizations that consistently win and go to the postseason. Um, so I'll enjoy it. It is odd and it is weird that you'll have, you know, 11 win teams in other divisions <laughs> um, and in other conferences that, you know, make it as a wild card yeah. or don't make the playoffs at all. Uh, but, oh, well. I mean, nobody should apologize for that. I do see greener pastures ahead for this division. I think the Cowboys under Mike McCarthy have some issues to clean up, and I think it's more of his coaching. Yeah. Um, It'll be interesting to see, A, what they do with Dak and what he looks like coming back. But if he can be pretty much close to what he was before the injury and they can – overhaul that defense which again they seem to be in like cap hell mm-hmm. um so i don't know how long that'll take to turn around but you can see them easily putting together one of the top offenses in the league like they have over the last couple of years um the giants i think their defense is good yeah now their their offense i think they're going to need to get a better tight end and more reliable receivers but if Saquon can come back and stay relatively healthy, I think him and Gallman switching off, you know, as, as a good one-two punch um, yeah, keeps right. them both fresh. We, yeah, they haven't had their best player all right. season. Right? Yeah, <laughs> so I think next year will be the telling year for Daniel Jones to see kind of what he's going to be. Mm-hmm. It's that third-year mark. Usually you'll see kind of, you know, who, who they're going to be. Um, and then you have Philly, right? So they – Definitely need to address that linebacker situation. Probably another corner or safety. Um, but I think when they're clicking, their offense is good too. Yeah. Obviously, Wentz had a down year that nobody saw coming. I predicted them to win because they were the only team in our division that had the same coaching staff and <laughs> relatively the same players. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, they've just been been good i mean they just won a super bowl what three years ago and yeah. they've made it to the playoffs every year since it's crazy how quick things can change right, right? yeah so but, but i i think uh they have the i think they have their guy in hurts i mean yeah we all thought they had their guy in wentz too but i, I right. didn't i never really believed in wentz and and one of my buddies he's a philly fan and, and he mm-hmm. never did either um <laughs> whereas my you know my friend marcus he's a big philly guy um he believes in wentz i would say he seems to be almost 60-40 split now yeah. since Hurts has kind of played well. But, yeah, I mean, you're you're right. Like, I don't know. I, Even when he was having his MVP caliber season, my buddy would just be like, dude, he can't hit a screen pass. <laughs> like, right, he's yeah. so wildly erratic on the easiest throw in football. This guy is not what everyone thinks he is. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but I do think that, that Hurts really can be that guy. Um so I yeah I I totally agree I think I think that the NFC East is on the precipice of being pretty damn good 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll take it right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't really care. I mean, we we did what we had to do with the situation that we were given, right? Like, we won. Yeah, I mean, that's all you can do. We, yeah, we played the team in front of us. Mm-hmm. We got enough wins to win the division, right? And and that's it. We're in the playoffs now. Right. Yeah, well, and th- that was largely, like, my message to Giants fans, right? Uh, because, like, I saw it on Twitter and, you know, pretty much saying, you know, Washington got lucky because Philly pretty much gifted them the division, blah, 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 this and that. My whole thing is you can only play the teams on your schedule. You can only play the game in front of you. Win more than six games. Yep. That's just really what it comes down to. Yep. When we were 3-13, and 13, nobody apologized. Nobody felt bad. Nobody gave a damn. So... It's the same with them. Who cares? Yeah. Like, I don't care. Like, I, I, I don't. <laughs> Not even a little. <laughs> no. And But my thing is this, and I said it going into this game yesterday, was if Washington didn't win, they didn't deserve to be in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Yeah. If If they weren't able to beat Philly, whether they were full strength or, you know, playing their front office on the field, if you can't beat that team, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs. And it's just that simple. Yeah. Um, but I've always tend to be like that when it comes to my teams like i'm not just such a homer where it's like everything is sunny and 75 yeah, if you suck you suck like yeah. you know just don't suck yeah. you know i mean it's just it's just what it is so um again to to kind of recap alex smith i thought started out fine i kind of assumed his leg would give him some sort of issues we saw it he wasn't able to move around he wasn't crisp he wasn't really able to plant on that back foot um, he wasn't doing a lot of the things that you you come to expect from him, right? Like you don't expect yeah. him to throw the deep ball. No, you don't no, expect no, no, all no. that sort of stuff. But you do expect that whatever passes he do make, he does make, are crisp, crisp, right? right? They're on crisp. The money. There's a tight spiral. They're out with good timing. All that sort of stuff. And and you didn't really see that this game, right? Like uh, I guess we can even highlight that that interception. Um, crazy interception oh that was i've never seen anything like it yeah so he threw kind of a duck to to mckissick mckissick still should have caught it um especially with hands like his uh but yeah the philly safety went in to just lay the wood on mckissick and somehow popped out with the ball like i it he spun out with the ball it was like a madden glitch yeah it was a yeah i've never seen anything like it um (laughs) but yeah like i think that was just just one like pretty salient example of of Smith just not looking the way we expect him to look. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. I thought his two better throws were obviously on those touchdown passes. So the one to Terry in that, in the corner of the end zone, he put it to where only Terry can get it. And then the one to Logan Thomas, same thing in, in the end. I mean, he got it up high, but that ball came in with some velocity. So I was like, wow. And then obviously Thomas went up and made the play. Like that was his ball and he was catching it. Um, but that yeah, awesome. so I thought those were some like great passes. But yeah, other than that, like he just he wasn't putting a lot on the ball, and I think largely that becomes from not being able to plant off of that back leg. And it looked like it got worse throughout the game. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like those, those first few drives, obviously, like that throw to Terry, right? Like he looked mm-hmm. like he was. Yeah, it looked like it, it got worse progressively. Um, so I don't know what that means going into into the playoffs. I don't I don't know how he's gonna look, how he's gonna feel, um, and I don't know if that came from him getting hit or, or just you know just playing. Right? I don't know. Yeah, I think. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm no medical expert, nor will I pretend to be. But I guess you know one one could say or assume like as the game goes on, like it was getting colder, it was raining. So maybe some of that had a factor to do with it. Maybe there was some tightness there. Um, Having trouble staying warm because the offense couldn't stay on the field. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there was, there was some three and outs there where I was just like, Oh, you know, you'd like to see him get some more points. Um, I kind of thought the defense is as advertised, right? I mean, I thought they were going to come to play. Um, they pretty much did everything I expected they would do. I wanted to see more out of the offense. I'm glad, again, they scored on that opening drive. That was cool. Uh, I thought that set the t- or was going to set the tone for how the offense was going to roll. Clearly, they weren't going to score a touchdown on every possession, but 
the first couple possessions kind of showed, told me like, oh, wow, like they could really get rolling. I saw them maybe putting up, you know, 27 or 31 points, you know, something like that. But I mean, they, they didn't end up doing it. Uh, I, again, I would have liked to seen a little bit more out of the offense just to give me a little bit more confidence going into the playoff game. And I wasn't looking past Philly, but I'm thinking like, okay, we should beat them. But this is what I'm looking for in the game because I think this is where your major deficiency is going to be going into the playoffs. So uh, I I didn't see a lot of it. Hopefully Smith is fine. I haven't seen anything thus far that would suggest he's had any, you know, sort of setback. I don't anticipate he'll practice a whole lot. They'll probably just give him, you know, try to work on that leg, get him some treatment. Same deal Uh, with Terry. Probably. Yeah. Same, same, same thing. Probably even Gibson as well. Gibson was, pretty much limited or did not practice most of the week last week because of the toe. But um, he, he, he ran well, he didn't walk with a limp or anything like that. So um, hopefully those, those guys are good. Um, I just still hope going into, well, let me ask you this because I was getting ready to switch gears to the Tampa Bay game at any point during that game last night, did you feel Ron Rivera or Scott Turner should have, turn to Taylor Heineke you know I think I got swayed that way from you like from Uh-oh. from uh, from, from texting you but it personally no um I think while you could see that Smith was limited like it okay I'll put it this way switch to Heineke in terms of conserving Smith right like I didn't feel like we needed to get Smith out of there to win the game right that's, that's not how I felt I just uh-huh. felt like he looks really limited I don't want him to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should put Heineke in. I yeah, I our offense was kind of anemic there and mm-hmm. and and I get that, but I was okay with the way things were going, if that makes sense, right? Like I th- yeah. yeah, Heineke may have given us a bit more of a chance to win the game, but right. I also think he could have potentially given he could us have given it away. Right. Um yeah. whereas like Smith, you know, his picks, he threw two picks, but they weren't I, I wouldn't say they were entirely on him, especially the one where Logan Thomas fell, right? Right, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I Especially, like, in a game like this uh, where it's coming down to the line and the playoffs are on the line, mm-hmm. um, to me, having that, that veteran guy that in Smith who, who's been there and has clearly knows how to deal with the pressure um, and, and can, you know, settle a lot of the other younger guys that we have in our offense, mm-hmm. I was okay with him staying in. Yeah, so I was saying to put in Heineke. So I'm glad you actually said what you said, and that wasn't because Smith was playing poorly. I just thought he's limited, right? Mm-hmm. His escapability is not there. Um, where I was really convinced they should have gone with the switch and I would have been okay with it was – it was on fourth down. We were going for it. Alex Smith had the hard count, mm-hmm. and he got them to jump off. But their lineman shot through ours and almost hit Alex. I think hit Alex Smith's leg, and I was like, "Oh, come get on. him out of there!" Yeah. And the dude yeah. probably wasn't being dirty, you know what I mean? Um, but it's just like anything can happen. Right. Then I'm like, okay, if you do win, but Smith is somehow out of this game, you are going with Heineke next week, yeah. <laughs> like the whole damn game. Yeah. So I was like, okay. You know, if it was a thing where they made the switch, Heineke comes in, if he just looked like complete crap and was giving it away, all you do is you ask Alex, can you go? Yeah, I can go. Okay, get back in there. You know, something like that. But, no, Alex is a veteran. He's been in the league for, what, 15 years? Yeah. There's nothing he hasn't seen. No moment is too big for him. So, yeah, I, I, I lean towards what you're saying in the sense of he deserves to be in there. He wasn't playing bad to where you really felt he was giving the game away like right. you said those those two interceptions weren't really on him McKissick should have caught that ball and then like I said Logan Thomas had fell down on that out route uh and so it was picked um yeah, but I, yeah it's there's a difference between putting Heineke in and benching Smith right and uh, I, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I guess I guess what we're saying is we were we would have been okay with putting Heineke in we would have absolutely not been okay with benching Smith, right? We didn't think that he wanted right. being benched. No, 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 no. It was definitely not a Haskins for Heine, like Heineke for Haskins yeah. type thing. It was not that. That's not what 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 I was getting at. There were some people um, I saw on Twitter, 
last night that were saying basically like get Smith out of there. He's going to lose the game for us, that type of stuff. And then there were others that were kind of like, well, I see Smith is limited in his mobility. It seems to be getting worse as the game is going on. You know, do we think about putting in Heineke in this situation? And that's where I was like, yeah, I would at least just to not sling the ball all over the place. I thought you kind of really had control of the game, but maybe where Smith got sacked a few times, Heineke could have gotten out of there and dumped the ball off. Or, you know, it just gives you a different dynamic and a a different threat. But, you know, all is, you know, good in the world because we ended up winning. It worked out. Whatever it was, it worked out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're division champs. So moving on past that, let's get into quickly the wild card game. So we are playing Tampa Bay. So Tom Brady and company is coming to FedEx. Um... Brady, Gronk, and A.B. A.B., Godwin. Um, They had that little small. Yeah, Evans, hyperextension in the knee, so there's no telling whether he'll be in. I believe one of their, is it their running back or linebacker? They have a player that's out for COVID. Oh, and shout out to the Washington football team for basically being the only team in the league or one of the only team in the league to not have an active player test positive for COVID and then have to sit out and miss a game. So that's what I was saying, like this whole season as a whole and everything that they've dealt with, like COVID being like a huge thing. Um, So shout out to that. But yeah, anyway, so uh, Tampa, I know that they have a player out for COVID. I can't remember who it was, but either way. Yeah. And then I think um, your boy, he's got that hyperextended knee. Um, but it doesn't seem to be too bad, so who knows whether he'll play or not. I'm yeah. not sure. But they're coming to town. They have a dangerous offense. Yep. If their defense is clicking, they have an above serviceable defense. Yep. Um, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so I, I guess the way I see this game is defensively in terms of our defense versus their offense. Yeah. We actually match up kind of well, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah. Um. On the other side of the ball, offensively, I think we don't match up as well, to put it lightly. So I think um, I think this could be an interesting game. So, often or in looking at the Bucks, their de- their run defense in particular mm-hmm. is pretty good, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and I think that's something that we're gonna have a tough time dealing with. But um, if we if you if you talk about our defense versus their offense, I think we actually do a lot of things that, that could help us out here. So everyone knows that like the only way that you can affect Brady and throw him off his game is to hit him, yep. right? And I think that we definitely have the talent and the roster to do that, right? That's mm-hmm. kind of been our whole thing this season, that we've ridden this defensive line to this play, to this point. And um, I think I think that we could cause Brady some fits, right? How do you feel? Yeah, no, absolutely. So that is the key to beating Tom Brady, in my opinion. Um, you have to hit him early. You have to hit him often. And that doesn't always mean sacks, right? Getting him, get, getting in his face, disrupting his timing, not allowing him to sit back and pick you apart. Right. Um, he's not going to run away from you. You know, especially at this age, like I've seen it throughout this season, when the defenders get close, he's going down. Yeah. Just like we would see from Manning, uh, both Peyton and Eli, <laughs> uh, you know, th- they're not trying to take a bunch of hits. Um, and that's that's great for us, right? Because yeah, we, absolutely. we've been burned this season by the mobile quarterbacks, right? Like yeah. Pretty much all of them. So mm-hmm. it especially hurts in our last game, right? Even even though we were able to to mitigate their passing attack he still killed us on the ground yeah he did Um, so that bodes well for us again yeah Brady is is no superstar athlete as much as he might think he is right yeah yeah yeah. no I mean I'm super excited we're not playing a mobile quarterback because then I feel like we can really play defense how we play defense Um, I do think we're going to be able to get to Brady the what I do worry is yes we really haven't given up a ton of big plays, but I don't know if you watched any of that Tampa Atlanta game uh, Sunday, but like AB had a touchdown deep in the end zone. Um, Brady aired it out quite a few times. Uh, I think Godwin had one on the other side of, uh, on, of the field, but 
Evans had a deep one too. Yeah. <laughs> so if you, you're going to have to keep these guys in front of you. You cannot allow them to get behind you. Um, I don't know what Del Rio is going to scheme up. Clearly Brady can pick your defense apart. Yep. He's going to know and understand what, what you're going to throw at him, but it comes down to execution, right? right? And obviously Bill Belichick would always say, do your job. Yep. If each individual player does their job, I think this defense has enough to hold Tampa like to a lower total than, than what they're used to. I yeah. mean, I can't remember. Was it the Saints game? I remember they played a primetime game and they pretty much just got their asses handed to yeah, them. Yeah. I want to say it was the Saints. I think you're right. Other than the Saints, they have not really played a stout defense. And we're coming into this game with the second ranked overall defense. Um I'm not necessarily worried. Now, clearly, I'm going to be a nervous wreck. My blood pressure is going to be through the roof <laughs> on every single play. You see Brady drop back because any play can be a touchdown, right? Um, but what what really worries me, like you said, is the offense. Um, we have to we have to be able to scheme something. I'm hoping that that coaching staff clearly. You know, they, they know way more than we do. But whatever the hell is their weakness on defense, we have to be able to exploit that. Yeah, um, my, yeah my my concern is just can we keep up, right? Like, I, yeah. do, I do think that our defense will be able to to hold them back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but this Bucks team has been putting up massive amounts of points this season, right? So even holding them back, I feel like, you know, I think if we hold them to like three touchdowns, then our then our defense actually done a pretty good job against that that offense. Ideally, yeah. we hold them to like two, but right. but um, but the, I mean, there's no denying the weapons that they have, and and that that's just an exceptional offense. Um, so yeah, it's it's gonna the onus is gonna be on our own offense to keep up, right? Um, yeah. Because you also you can't count on Brady to throw the ball away, right? Like. He's not a guy that's going to be throwing picks, so I don't know if we can count on our defense to score like we may have in other games. Yeah, so I'll, I'll counter that to saying I actually do feel he's going to throw at least two picks. Um, two picks, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It, it, he, okay, so he's clearly not Daniel Jones, right? He's not a turnover machine, but I've seen games this year where he's just thrown some stupid passes. Okay. And usually that comes from the pass rush. That's why I was saying if I feel like if they can get home early, he'll start hearing footsteps. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people that see the highlights of Tom Brady slamming his helmet down on the sidelines and things like that, that's the Tom Brady we want. Yeah. Right? Um, you want to disrupt him. You want to piss him off. You want him to just – be somewhere else versus in that game just killing you uh so that's i don't know like i do think the way our secondary has been flying around lately i can see a pick or two for sure okay i don't know i mean maybe you know sweat or kerrigan or young gets him off the edge with a strip sack something like that but that could happen yeah Yeah. sweat gets his hands up um yeah, I don't know. I, I see it being a good day at the office for the defense. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you you alluded to it earlier. Can the offense keep up? We're about to find out. Um, I don't even know what you really scheme up to beat that defense. But the defensive side of the ball for Tampa Bay has just been so inconsistent yeah. throughout the year. Now, I think a lot of that comes from uh, – Hold on, let me back up. I think they were able to beat a lot of teams um, because because of their offense, but because the other team just didn't have a good offense, Mm -hmm. right? And so their defense really hasn't had to really, like, shut people down. Again, you saw them play the Saints, and they just got their asses handed to them. So I don't know. I didn't put a ton of stock into them whooping up on Atlanta yesterday. I think it was like, what, 44 to 27? Yeah. Something like that. You can put up 27 points on that defense. I think that's good enough to win next week. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Because I think our defense is good enough to hold them to less than that. Um, Now, clearly, my 
two keys to victory, uh, keep it short and sweet, is disrupt Brady. However, whether that's sacking him, hitting him, getting in his face, whatever, just disrupt Brady and then keep his ass on the sideline. Yeah. So if we can control that line of scrimmage and we can move the ball and chew up the clock, that's what I loved about the first drive of yesterday's game. Yeah. We chewed up so much clock. And I think by the time we scored, there was four minutes left yeah. in the first quarter, something like that. And Philly got off the field quickly. Yeah. I think they went three and out or may have picked up one first down, something like that. But I think we had five first downs on that drive. We went, what, 96 91. yards? 91 yeah, I think yards? We on our own nine. Yeah, it was something like that. So if you can put things like that together, then I think you're going to be in business. Yeah. So, so disrupt Brady. And take the ball away from him, right? Or take the ball out of his hands. Yeah, keep him on the sideline. Um, who, so you said you feel like if we can get 27, right? Is that the number you're saying? If we can get 27? Well, no, no, I was just using Atlanta as a reference point, meaning they were able to put up. 27. 27. Okay, okay, I understand. I so th- who, who do you think is going to score those points for us? Who do you think is going to be our guy? Who's going to have a day? I think, I think it's going to have to come from... Gibson, McLaurin, and Thomas. And I can see it. Again, assuming health is there, I thought Terry looked fine Mm -hmm. yesterday. Uh, So you give him another week, hopefully no setbacks, anything like that. So let's just assume he's fine and he's good to go. Um, I can see it being that one-two punch with Terry and with um, Gibson. Now, like you said, it's going to be a little harder to run on them, so they're going to have to get creative. I, I think if you can get right. Gibson in space, um, hell, I, I it may be a McKissick show. That's that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I think I think this is, I think this is a game where McKissick gets a lot of looks. I mm-hmm. think, he's, assuming he's healthy, he got banged up in the Philly game, but he came back. He in. finished well. Yeah. He he looked fine. So, assuming he's healthy and he's playing, I think. This is a game where McKissick is going to be used a lot, especially in the first half, I think. Because yeah. in order to open things up for Gibson, because mm-hmm. as as much as, as Gibson was a receiver and, and you know, he, he can do things, he, he can catch the ball, he hasn't really been that guy for us. I would us, say, right? no, That's, they haven't featured him in, yeah. that, in that way, yeah. No, and it's definitely been McKissick. Where, yeah, whereas, like, Gibson has kind of been pounding the rock. So I think that... We're going to look early and often to McKissick. And if he can do well and he can open things up, then I think that bodes really well for us later on in the game. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm just hoping we can tire out that defense. I'm hoping this is the game they play from the parking lot. Um, <laughs> and just forget how to play defense altogether. Yep. I mean, we're going to need to be on our A game on the offensive side of the ball, and we're going to need some help and some luck from their defense. So... Um, I like our chances. Having said that, and we are getting to the tail end of the show, who's winning this game on Saturday? I am going to go. I'm going to go with the Bucks. I okay. do th- I think I think they're going to win this game. Um, but I don't look at that as a failure, right? Like I I yeah. I am still nothing but happy with this season and the way it's played out considering everything that that has occurred mm-hmm. um but i do think i think the bucks win it but i don't think they win handily if that makes sense right like yeah. i i think that we make this a dog fight i think that we do affect brady i think we do a lot of good things in this game mm-hmm. but i i i don't know i just feel like there's there's so much experience at least at least offensively on that team like mm-hmm. there's just there's just so much experience and success on that team that it's it's going to be difficult for a young team like ours to overcome that but i don't know man like i something about chase young right something about him like (laughs) just being as young as he is like he is just he's what 21 yeah and he is unaccustomed to losing right right yeah he does not know any other way and um and i think that that attitude and that that like you hate the word, but that swagger about him, I think it's infectious, right? No, 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 for that's sure. something that's kind of permeating throughout the rest of the team. Yeah. I yeah. could I could see a world where we win this game, but uh, the pragmatist in me is saying that 
that the Bucks are, are going to take this. How do you feel? Yeah, I feel you. Um, to touch on the Chase Young thing, yeah, I mean, I feel like he's definitely the catalyst, right? Yeah. Um, that team, energy-wise, goes as he goes, and he goes a million miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think I think we saw some of that even, like, with Jonathan Allen, right? Or like, his first year, I remember seeing him on the sidelines, like, trying to pump people up. Now, he's not, like, boisterous and, yeah. like, you know, just out there, like, uh, Chase Young is, but just like that just that same energy. Sidelines, <laughs> Alabama dude. He's not used to losing. Um, so yeah, I think also he's just yeah, just being so young. Like you said, he doesn't know losing. Yeah, like he just wins, and he's going to bring that every week. I think that coupled with Ron Rivera and then Alex Smith and just what they both mean to the team. I think they're going to be playing inspired football. Not one analyst or talking head on any network or major radio show I think is going to give Washington a chance. Um, I think they're going to say this was a cute little story, mm-hmm. you know, and they'll and they'll point out all that stuff, the Alex Smith, the Ron Rivera, the name change, the this and the that and all that. Um, I say Washington wins. Um, I say the game goes to overtime. Okay. 17-17 goes to overtime and we win it. You know, if if we hold them to 17 points, then I think we win it too. Yeah. I, I yeah, I, I I agree with that. Yeah. So I'll text you my evaluation. I would say midway through the first quarter and a lot of that's going to depend on if that defense is getting after Tom Brady. Yeah. And if they are, I will get ready to Go streaking. <laughs> you be drunk. I'm going to end up going to jail, Adam. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. No, but seriously, I, I'm i going to say the Washington football team wins um, in overtime or regulation. That's fine. Uh, but they're going to win the game, right? I'm, I'm thinking 24-17. People are going to call me crazy. That's fine. This is not a hot sports take. <laughs> Think about it, right? The other games throughout the year before we started the show and in and, and even after we did, I just straight up would be like, look, no, there's no way we're going to win this game. Then there was a superstitious run that yep. I was on. Um, I've kicked that. Now we're just realists. Um, I see us winning, man. Dude, I, I can't remember which games – it's been, but I've been the the pessimist on on this program yeah. more than once, and and I've had to eat crow a lot, right? Uh, gleefully, <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 for sure. So, um, so yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, I hope you're right. I do think that this is going to be a game. I don't think we're just going to go out there and get get trounced. Like I think we're going to show up. I agree. We're going to play inspired football. Um, and hey, man, it's the playoffs. Anything can happen. Yeah, I look for some sort of a trickeration. On offense, I thought that end around was awesome where um, Alex Smith, like, held the ball and he pretended like he was throwing it. Uh, and then they were – so I think you're going to see some stuff like that. They're going to have to get creative. Um, yes. Stri- I, straight yeah. up and down, we're not going to be able to just beat them on, like, you know, offensively because we just don't have enough to include quarterback, right? Yeah. So – Yeah, this is this is the game – that that Scott Turner's been waiting for all season, right? Like this is the one where we've all talked about it over and over and over again. Like the the playbook has looked vanilla a lot, right? Yeah. Um, we know we know that's that's been a personnel issue a lot of the time. But right. I mean, this is if you got anything that you've been waiting on using, this is this is the game to whip it out. Yeah, because right? there's no tomorrow. Yep. Right. So you go all out. You. You win, you win, you you figure it out yeah. there thereafter. That's a so yeah, that's that's the guy that I'll be looking at this game. Yeah, for sure. Um that's about it, man. Like I, I just I'm excited. Yeah. Like it's it's even, cool. This is like this is weird to me. Right? Like I, I don't right, even, yeah. I don't know how to act. I haven't felt I haven't I haven't had to deal with this in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um I think, yeah, I mean we we all have reasons to be excited. Like yeah. don't I, I I mean it's been since 2015, and then historically I get it right. You win the division because they what do they say you backed into the playoffs, and then we end up at the bottom of the basement the next year. I'm not worried about next year. Like uh, one of some uh, 
national guy was tweeting, oh, not to rain on Washington's parade, but if they win this game, then next year they're guaranteed to play the Chiefs and the this and the that. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, who cares? We're we're right here. We're not, we're not we're, like, we'll worry about tomorrow's problems tomorrow. Right. So We still got something to play for today. Yeah, man. Our season is not over. We are playing Saturday, primetime game. Tampa Bay's coming to town to get their asses kicked. I'm saying it. <laughs> Chase Young was saying it. He wants Tom. He's going to get Tom. Yeah. Um, Let's go. I mean, I'm hyped. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready, man. I mean, what's not to love? I listened to Rivera's speech in the locker room yesterday. Again, I was looking for a brick wall to run through. Yep. Like, I don't know. I'm just inspired, man. I'm excited. I'm happy. Um, hopefully, this isn't it. Yeah, man. You know? Let's get it done. Yeah. So, Washington wins. That's Eddie's prediction. Adam does not think so. He's smartly picking Tampa <laughs> Bay. Um, I mean, because all things would point to say that they could win, right? So, um, but we'll see. Yeah. Yep. We'll see you guys next week. Hopefully Monday, maybe Tuesday. Um, hopefully after a W. Yeah. Hopefully it's a W. Get another victory Monday. Yeah. Now I'll tell you this. We're excited because we haven't won the division since 2015. Haven't been to the playoffs since the same year. Um, if they win this week, bro, we haven't won a playoff game. Oh, dude. Right. Yeah. Was that 2006? Yeah. I think we beat Tampa Bay, right? Is that what it was? I can't remember. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't even remember. It's so, been so long. So those years are a little blurred to me for whoever wants to call me a fake fan because I just don't know it off the top of my head. I did join the military that year, so I was just getting out of boot camp. Yeah, you were like, busy. Yeah, <laughs> so I was having, like, family and friends, like, uh, you know, they could send you letters in boot camp and stuff. So they would just put the week's score you know what oh, I mean? So awesome. at least when I got my mail, I would know what the score was for the previous week or whatever. Um, and then so I went from boot camp to tech school. Uh, so we didn't get a whole lot of time to really like watch football. So like I said, the, that like 05, 06, almost 07, like there was a lot of gray area there. But either way, it has been forever and a day since Washington has won a playoff game, let alone just kind of be in one. So I'm excited, man. All right. Adam and Eddie, we're out of here. As always, be sure to head over to our social media, Twitter and Instagram at Five Wide Podcast. That's the number five wide podcast. And be sure to check us out anywhere you can get your podcast. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all of that. And we're out of here. Division champs. <laughs>